It is time for another podcast. We have a guest today. That's right. He is uh, in California. He produces independent films that will take you down the rabbit hole both ways and inside out. Let's give it up for Nick Elier from Good Lion Films. What's going on, brother? What up? How are you, Jess? All right. I'm excited today. Very excited. because Me too, uh, man. It's a good day. It is a good day. It's Wednesday. It's a hump day. Hump day. That's right. I remember those pictures where the girls would post a camel. That's what it was, right? Or, or their butt. Yeah, the camel. Camel. Yeah, it should be. I, this should be like International Sex Day, where everyone just has sex all Wednesday. I think that'd be a healthy standard for the world, right? Yeah. Uh, right now. Yeah, I think that that yeah. will help for a lot of the men out there that can't get laid. They would definitely look forward for Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, then what happens is it like when you're at a school dance and they pair you up and then the last two are there and you just, you're like, huh, huh, huh. That's right. Don't know. There's don't, pressure for those who, who don't do it. It'll be like Valentine's Day, you know? That's right. Who, uh, hump day. <laughs> there we go. We'll start it out like that. That's good. Hopefully people right. are humping out there today during this podcast. Maybe, yeah. you know, this is a perfect podcast to listen to while you're having sex. It's perfect. I would say so. Yes. Yeah. Talking Why about not? talking about the mysteries of the world. Talking about your films that you make all the time. Pervywood was a huge uh, favorite of uh, me and my wife's. We listened to you. That's how we discovered you. Um, nice. Tell me, brother, you you must do so much research on these films, or maybe you know all this stuff, or you have a guru or someone helping you. Tell me where it started with Pervywood, or were you doing something before that I missed? And... Let's go Great. down the rabbit hole with you. Great question. Uh, I'm, first off, I'm glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me on. And uh, to, to answer that, the first four films I made, well, before that, I got fired because I was a Trump supporter, right? And so I had a lot of time on my hands. And at, the, at that time, I was building a company, Good Line Films, to do real estate and music video. And then I saw Fall of the Cabal, and I was in utter shock. I was in utter shock. I couldn't go to sleep. And the anger I had for a person at my job who had got me fired for being a Trump supporter just fused together. And I, it was when I was watching that movie, I thought, or the series, I thought, she's not even using high-quality video. What the heck's going on? Like, I, It's great research, but this isn't going to convince my neighbor. So how can I do that? I was making music videos that were high-quality, so I just blended those two together. And so the first one I did, I didn't write. And uh, the first four, uh, I did not write. Because I didn't have the courage yet. But the first one that I wrote was Pervywood. Okay. And so before that, there was a bunch of threads on Twitter. Twitter was actually cool at one point, And there were so many great uh, independent researchers throwing out threads. And then you have the Threader app. Well, the first one was Swamp. The, the, the history of uh, child sex trafficking. Okay. And that was written by okay. the co-creator of Wikipedia back in the day. Larry Sanger. And I didn't know it. I didn't know who, uh, who Martin Geddes was, you know, the very popular Q author in the UK. I, but I asked him, and he said, yeah, so that was the second movie. And then the third one was really popular uh, on Twitter at the time. And then I made two of his films, Hanks and Gaga. Mm -hmm. And then I just had the burning... It's always a burning desire to make something, and this is what it was. It was... 
those who yell loudest have the most to hide. And so I, I wanted to approach it in a unique way because at that time there were some really massive Trump haters. So in this film, in the first one, we highlight Howard Stern, Robert De Niro, and uh, what's her name? Kathy Griffin. Okay. And you get okay. to really start to develop that eye. You, once you see people who are screaming at the top of their lungs with hate towards Trump, you can, you can almost guarantee there's some shit in their closet. And that's how it's been. That's the Perfectly Wood series. There's 10 of them. Now, <laughs> yeah. the, hate, the hate was really hardcore for Trump. Um, but now we're hearing, what is Trump part of the cabal? Is he just, uh, you know, is he part of it? And he's the one that ramped up things. Is he, I mean, what's your thoughts on with Trump and him being part of it? Or maybe he's not, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of theories out there about it. There are, there are a lot of theories right now. Um, I find myself oscillating between two, one of them. One of them is that, yeah, were we played by Trump? There's a lot of people who can think, uh, why he push the, the Maxime? Why would he do that? And some people think, you know, he's not just talking about that. He's talking about something else. I've been on both sides where Trump is doing what he's, what he's set out to do. And in seeing, here's the other side, in seeing that we were attacked, basically, uh, by by powers outside and inside the U.S., that's an war, right. and to do so, there were certain executives that Trump set into motion that could not be broadcasted, 100%. Who was going from what apartment into the secret um, preservation of government? Because if you're being attacked from the inside, how do you? What are the protocols to protect yourself from the inside if you don't know who to trust? This is all found in uh, the devolution theory. It's done by a gentleman named Patriot Patel. If you look it up, you'll get to dive in and see the actual executive orders and what they could really be implying. Because mm -hmm. they're pretty, there's no gray. This, you just, when you read it, you go, oh my gosh, Trump is actually saying he is taking care of this and he's coming back. It could be so, it could be not. Um, but I'm leaning oftentimes toward it. Because it's starting to seem like it's, everything's crumbling from the inside out. Did you see the MSNBC anchor Ooh. come out and, and pretty much uh, say good, goodbye? Yeah. You know, like, I'm done. And then, yeah. And then he said, America's burning from the inside out. Yeah. That was a shock. But And then you also had Chris Wallace step down, but it looks like he's going to CNN, which is weird. Weird. I know. But what? Uh, yeah, go ahead. But yeah. Um, I, I do think this devolution theory has the most uh, backing to it as a theory because you get to look at the executive orders and go, all right, well, this could explain why he had to leave for four years and we're seeing this, this Hollywood production. This, the Biden is, administration is a Hollywood production. Okay, but let's stop you there. Is it shot in Culver City? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay, because there's a lot of people that says that the White House was built... In Culver City. I remember the construction. I used to live in Culver City. And it's right there for me. Yeah. You can't even fly a drone over it anymore. Can't. And it's all kind of secretive over there. But they did build all new studios over there. And everyone keeps thinking that they're shooting it over there. There was a plane that went over when Jen was talking. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, is, is there planes allowed to go yes. over the White House? I, 
She's like, no, she stopped. You're right. She stopped during she her press. Pointed it out. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, dude, Culver City's right here. I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta check this out. You gotta, yeah. It's it's. I don't know how you're gonna get in. I have a card, but I don't know if it'll work. But um, no. okay. So this whole, I mean, this whole thing that you're doing is you're diving into all these rabbit holes and stuff like that, and you're, you know, you're bringing back all these conspiracies that you know. Wait a minute, it's true, or you know, I was just watching the one with Trump. And Byron Trump and the time traveler, uh, T- Nicholas Tesla. And um, do you really think, uh, or, I mean, yeah, do you think there's time travel that's going on now? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. The thing is, I bet you at one point, let's say in Tartaria times, it was such a guarded technology. I don't think it was like your Snickers bar kind of experience where you just bite right in. I think it was almost like what CERN is like today. It's something where all the geniuses got together and preserved this power to make sure they didn't mess with anything. But it's possible that could be what happened that created the mud floods. I know there were mud floods. How did they happen and why? Maybe that's what we got to start asking. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, when you start seeing cathedrals in different perspective ways, as in that they were power generators, and then you can envision what a Tesla coil, how how tall one could be if they wanted to make one that powered a whole city. Right. Man. But this, still, this yeah. Okay, I mean, okay, say, say we think the pyramids, right? Is that what you're saying? Like the pyramids gave power, right? Same concept? Um, not necessarily sure about... Pyramids. They could, but but the cathedrals the, that we see, all the ancient architecture that has antennas and circular domes, and, okay. and the internals were actually most likely holding. Okay, so if yeah. there was wireless energy back then, before Nikola Tesla, right? Yeah. What were they going to? I mean, you're saying the wireless energy. Yeah. Where like, was it going to? Yeah. What is it powering? If we don't. Right. See? Well, think about it. Like, um, there are some images from. From that time, as far back as we can with images, where there's a luminescence on, on these architectures without knowing how. They're not light bulbs. So when you see these buildings have these antenna, yeah. or yeah. another, let's say, like just like how would we get power in that kind of situation, there would probably be an antenna and a generator here on, at our premises or maybe close by, and I don't know what would run directly to the house. Mm-hmm. That's what fascinates me about it is when you see the Tesla coil going, yeah. it's so sporadic. It doesn't look like it's got itself like a it's just that's what I'm saying. Yeah, lightning going everywhere. But in a, I think we would have to ask what the, what's the next step of technology with it. So maybe it's because of the antennas. Maybe what's something inside of them? I know some had mercury in them, and mercury when it's given electricity spins create now from that motion energy do you feel like no um do you feel like uh was it thomas edison took over right or claimed or he wanted yeah. to make money and nikola tesla wanted to give it away for free so he that you think edison had something to do with it to get rid of him and destroy oh, for it. sure but but it's possible edison was 
not necessarily uh, nefarious in it. It could be that it was JP Morgan who was like, hey, I'm investing in all these, you know, startups, energy startups, and that guy wants to give his shit away for free. And then this guy right here, well, I know I could get him to start selling it, and he's definitely going to be down for that. So, and you know, he could have gone in with negative intentions, Edison, Mm -hmm. but maybe, maybe not. But it seems like JP Morgan might have been pulling the strings because how does uh, Tesla's lab mysteriously go up in flames? That broke his life. Yeah. That broke his life. Now, supposedly Trump's uncle has all his stuff. Uh, Tesla. Mm -hmm. Is that a... Yeah. He was the head of MIT at the time. Uh, I think it was the engineering. And they handed him Tesla's papers to go over and to find out if there was anything value because they were at the peak of World War II. And John G. Trump, who looks like Julian Assange, just to add a little extra layer of conspiracy onto it, it'd be <laughs> yeah. creepily similar. Uh, yeah. Well, he looks at the papers, gives them back, and says nothing here was nothing here is out of the norm. But but some papers were missing, according to what they say, what what the research shows. Is it possible that those papers that were lost were of time travel instruction? Because then when you see the book, The Marvelous Adventures of Baron Trump, I mean, maybe Trump read this book and and thought, my name is Donald, so I'm going to name my kid based off of this book. Maybe. But there's other strange similarities in these books. Like there's even a Pence character. Right. They talk about these caves in Russia where, uh, well, the mission is, is basically for Don telling Baron to time travel, to go to these caves in Russia. It's eerie because in the follow-up, and it's called 1900 or The Last President. That's the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, the, the character, Donald Trump, is running for character uh, for president, and everyone thinks he's a joke, mm-hmm. and he ends up winning. So with Trump, time traveling, you think it's really real. Give me, uh, give me something that is very, like, obvious, that oh. we're all like, duh. Here, here's a theory about why I would I would back it up, how I would make sense of it. Let's say you learned time travel and you understood after watching Back to the Future. You just, you just don't go back anywhere and start messing around. But how could you test out that you actually time travel? So what if John G. Trump went to the future, saw what was going to happen, put it in a book back in the past, and just placed that or published it? Or maybe swapped something, or or something to where he barely left any kind of imprint, and then came back and let it play. Mm. That's the only way I could see it happening if I were to make a movie about it. But he's called. He's all, and plus he's also said, "Hey, they're gonna start taking down statues." And sure enough, they did. They're gonna do. You know, he's calling out stuff that are happening now. Yeah, he's been doing that Amen. since. It's I. <laughs> So, and that also convinces you to say, okay, maybe he's not part of the cabal, you know, because um, they hated him that much. And why would they even let him have four years when they had, because Hillary clearly looked like she definitely really wanted it. And she could have sped up this whole world, you know, this new world order real fast. Precisely. That's 100%. People need to remember how much they hated Trump. They like massively. We can't forget that. Now, if he was cabal, that whole thing, it wouldn't have happened. 
Hillary was like, really, they were not expecting this, just like in the last president. And then now that all that hatred is what is why it's what's keeping the January Sixers, which I am. I, I was I went to jail for that 45 days for being at the Capitol. Yeah, so I want to talk about that. Yeah, that's what's keeping them in there. That's that's what this whole misjustice. There's going to be a massive lawsuit and compensation for all those guys in there, including myself. I can what they've done right now is proven guilty. They're guilty before innocent and their lives are suffering. That's not democracy. That's not the constitution I remember. This is crazy. No, it, it's it's really sad that they locked you. How long did they lock you up for? 45 days, but I had a really good spiritual awakening in there. Like it was really solid for me. Trump was number 45. The first jail I was in was Godwin Street. It was on Godwin Street. And like all my fans were at the the peak of my, uh, community. So they like donated so much and then we were doing a charity and that the first jail i was in for 30 days out we were like feeding everyone um with food like fun food that you buy on mondays and tuesdays right for that that isn't regular shitty food that they give you oh and got a tattoo in jail uh, yeah dude i saw like how drugs are sold in jail i was like I, this is crazy like i didn't know all this kind of economy happened in jail wait, wait let's back alcohol up back jail. up nick you got a tattoo in jail. How how did they perform that and then get to the drugs? How did they do the tattoo on you without a professional machine that goes, you know, what are they doing? By yeah. a needle uh, and a ink and just by hand? It's like a, a staple. It's a staple. And then the ink comes from, where does the ink come from? I think sometimes it comes from a candle. I, can, I can't really remember. It was my dog. Name and, and a rose. Name's Rose. Um, but hey, I'm. It's. I. You, yeah. A lot of people are like you're crazy, man. You probably picked up something. I trusted the guy, and he. It's like when you are able to give tattoos in jail, you are the man. You don't just do one. Like people wait in line, and if you you know damaged anyone prior, your reputation would be done. What uh, was he been in jail a long time, or was he part of the January Sixers? Oh, no, no, no. So for the first 30 days, I was in Virginia, man. I was pretty much in a in a bay of 30 grown men. 90% oh. were black and 10% were white and Latino. And uh, I was in that group. Wait, did, how this did guy wait, was a, we got to back up? How did you get arrested? I was in Virginia Beach. Um, I flew to Virginia. Yeah. Went to Capitol, came back to Virginia. And then I was like, oh, shit, is that my video with my name on there on Twitter with 6 million views? Me, I think I'm going to get in trouble. Right. Um, I put an FBI list and I never saw my name. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm not going to get in trouble. So I knew if I flew, that would be a certainty if I would find out or not. I didn't have the courage to find out or not. So I went to the beach, stayed with a friend. 30 days later, SWAT comes in. At your friend's like house? With guns. At your friend's house? Yeah, I ended up getting kicked out. He got kicked out a month later because of the, the hoopla. They were they blocked off the streets. They pretty much broke the door down. Oh, yeah. And uh, they, 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 like, they like sicked their dogs on everyone as if they were terrorists with two felonies. Treason and, and whatever. 
And then because I'm a filmmaker and I filmed the entire fucking thing, mm-hmm. uh, it got moved down to a plea deal of one misdemeanor for parading in the Capitol. If I could take back that plea of saying I'm guilty for parading in the Capitol, I would and I may uh, if I can, because I don't think I'm guilty anymore after everything I've seen. I've seen FBI provocateurs pushing people to go into the Capitol the following day. I've seen head of liberal uh, uh, fascist group like uh, John Sullivan. Mm. Uh, He was at the front telling everyone to burn the building down. Obviously, we have conspirators in this whole thing. So hell no, the door was open for me. Uh, My taxpayer money goes to this building. There's no sign there that says I can't go in. There's no, and see it. And so I don't think I'm guilty for it. And I don't think anyone is. I think, uh, I think they wanted that to happen. Yeah. Well, they say it's a false flag, you know? Yeah. And they're, they're hiding their, their evidence, what they call discovery, their stuff that they can accuse me of. They can't show me because it's confidential. What, what were they? Uh, what were they trying to accuse you of? Um, let's see, breaking and entering into a Capitol building. Um, I think there might have been assault on there. Uh, a few of them, like the whole time, I'm like, this is all just bullshit. Like climbing the wall, so, you said uh, earlier. Yeah, but I don't know how that actually transferred into a charge, but they were just looking at discovery and unable to show me. I'm like, you can't be making claims and not have the ability to show that you're making correct claims if you just you could just be making them up. And and uh, yeah, so once I stuck oh, my lawyer fumbling. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. I was in the airplane and I was about to come to D.C. I would have been arrested. That's still my only thing I can do is go to D.C. Mm hmm. I have an ankle monitor on. That's my only thing. I can go to any state. I can go anywhere in the United States. I just can't go to D.C. Um, I don't have a curfew. They don't drug test me. I can drink alcohol if I wanted. The yeah. only th- that, this is ridiculous all, wait, that I have this on. The only reason why you have it on is so, you, so they know that you're not in D.C.? Yeah, what a waste of taxpayer money. It's kind of absurd. Why are they making an example out of me like, like I'm a bad guy? The guy that ran over people at that Christmas holiday, yeah. the Christmas parade, he was just out on bond for a thousand dollars, and he had done the same thing to his ex-wife, ran her over, oh, yeah. and they let him out with a thousand bucks. And they're telling me I'm a danger to society for fucking what, dude? That's why I want to take this to trial now. It's just all all of a sudden hitting me so hard. It's they're trying, and they're they're really sh- shitty at it, to be honest. They suck at it. They're not doing a great job. Now they have they have cameras all over that Capitol, right? Just like the Pentagon. Where's all those, where's the footage of the Pentagon? This is one yeah. of the he- most heavily guarded buildings. And we're not, the reason why they're hiding the footage is because there's a lot of cops who beat the shit out of Trump, Trump supporters. Mm. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. A lot. Yeah, that, that's why I want to access discovery if I were to take it to trial. That's, they're building the narrative so much. This all comes from the Trump hate. And we, and we just put ourselves in, in, in front of the arrows. There's people really dying inside that jail right now. I was there for two weeks in solitary confinement, one hour out to shower, call your friends, connect with those around you. But you could at least talk to your lawyer. Some of these guys don't have access to a lawyer or can talk to the outside. They do, but their lawyers might suck. My lawyer, I never even knew what he looked like until like six months after I was out of jail. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. 
He needs to be a prosecutor. And I just fired him. Like, basically, I'm yeah. getting another one. Oh. Just because, like, yeah, one time he said it was a good idea for me to ask if I can go from go to the UK for Christmas. He's like, oh, you got a good chance. Let me ask. I was like, all right, sweet. It turned into a national joke. And then Colbert made fun of me. Really? Based off of the words he made up saying I said. I'm like, bro, you just, A, you messed up twice. You're saying, you're quoting me, you're, you're misquoting me. I never said for you to say that, A. And then B, now it's fucking hitting Stephen Colbert. The judge replied back that my request was one toke over the line, which was fucking hilarious. So you can't go to UK is what you're saying. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Most people think that, like, I was in jail trying to get out of jail to go to the UK. Most oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Most people thought I was so stupid. So, but so you can't travel out of the U.S. Is that? I can't. Okay. So, how long are you gonna keep the ankle bracelet? And does it run on batteries? Like, how does that thing work? Got for the most for six months. I had one on that I had to replace a battery every four to six hours. It was annoying as hell. I had to keep all these batteries charged. It's like they're just joking and jerking yeah. off in a corner, yeah, laughing that, at me. That's what they do. And, and then because they're like, damn it, this thing's dying all the time and we're getting triggers all the time. Fuck, let's just go give them a nice one. So they gave me a nice one, the one that lasts for a fucking day, sometimes a day and a half. That's I, it. Now I'm loving it. But at the same time, I'm like, I wish I had my freedoms back. Like for what? I went to a, a, a rally. I didn't plan an insurgence. I'm not that fucking smart or evil. Like I'm a filmmaker. I went to support Trump. Went to the Capitol to fucking protest because we know the election was, you know. Yeah. And uh, boom. Like, the next thing I know, we're all in there taking a, a walk through a museum, taking pictures, lit up a few doobies, and that has nothing on the charges because it's legal in D.C. That's true. And it had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Now, when you, you were inside, that we got we already know that, right? What did, uh, how was it inside? What, uh, anything cool in there? Uh, did you see other cool stuff going on in there? And was everyone trying to destroy the place and, and trash it and beat each other up? And, and was there swords and guns killing everybody? Cause that's pretty much what an insurrection would be, right? Exactly. And no, there was grandmas, there were grandpas, there were young folks. There was, I, th I bet you, I saw a couple babies, bro. And, and it was like a night at the museum. Like you go in and you're in awe at this dome and you're thinking how many people have seen this. And then you just kind of look left and right and you go, wow, there's a lot to see here. And then uh, there's one room that I found the coolest. And uh, it was a room with statues of every president, just fucking statues of them all. And I had just smoked. So I was enjoying myself. I didn't think it was going to be costing 45 days in jail. And it was that. And at some point, you know, I heard people go, hey, pick that up. Don't be an asshole. That's not who we are. Literally heard that once. And then uh, makes you wonder, like, who's the Trump supporter and who's not? Mm. And then after uh, a little smoke sesh, uh, I don't think we left any trash behind. We, I noticed bigger cops came. Because at that point, the tunnel was getting heavy. And there was, that's where I find a lot of these, what they can call insurrectionists, which weren't. These were just the most physical people in this thing, trying to get in from one hole. And then they faced a counter force that was uh, equally as violent. So they got themselves into some shit. That's where you see treason charges happening for people. Because regardless of the heat of the moment, 
these, these folks were breaking windows. These are Trump supporters breaking windows, calling for people to come and back up. Uh, we need fresh, fresh blood. We need fresh patriots. Like the, the words that were used and even a taser was used on a cop. Like that whole area at the tunnel, no bueno. There's a lot of people that were are in trouble for what they did in there. But for me, going up to, under the rotunda, whole nother world. It's a completely different world. It was peaceful. People were cheering, and I filmed it all. Yeah. People were recovering from getting hurt. Some people were fucking gashed. Were you, when you first got through, was there, I mean, did you go when everyone else went in the first time, or were you late, or were you up front? It might have been like 2.30 maybe, <clears throat> or 2.15, because when I came, everything what? was already, everyone was already, like, getting in there. Okay, so there you, was, uh, you listened to the speech. Of, yeah, I listened to the speech, exactly. Finished the speech, walked, found a place to go to the bathroom. And then uh, by the time we all heard, Pence didn't side with us. I look up and I'm like, holy shit, this is happening. You could just see it. And I was in no way the first because I had to squeeze through people. Mm -hmm. I had to go under the, the scaffolding. Mm -hmm. I was on my elbows getting myself up there. Um, went up the stairs on the side where I was on the slant. And then once I got to the top top, I was like, oh my gosh, maybe my phone will work now. Look at this view. I'm going to try and do a, a live feed because cellular was done. And, uh, as I was trying to do this Facebook live, I get shot in each thigh. Pop, pop. And, uh, it was my left and my right with rubber bullets. Mm. And I looked down and probably 50 feet away, there's a cop with his gun. And I was like, oh shit. Turned around like he could have got my nuts. He could have done that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. So he he shot you twice with the rubber bullet. Shot me twice. And yeah. then and then what happened? Where'd you go? Did you leave? I, t I turned around and then where there were about twelve police officers or looked like security guards who just got out of college, where they they started moving backwards a little, and as they moved backwards, they left this stairway into these two doors open. And so while I was getting shot, they were clearing the way. And then whoever had opened those doors, I didn't film it. I just turned around and people were already going in. So I thought, oh my God, we're going in. And so what differentiates me from, say, the Daily Caller's videographer who later told me, like, hey, I felt the rush to get up there as fast as I could. I said, yeah, that's how I felt. Except you have a press pass. You're allowed to go in here? And I'm not. So, be, and his press pass was ripped off by a security guard. And so we're both up there at the same time. None of us have press passes on us. He films me and it gets 7 million views. Me smoking. He says, man lights up doobie under rotunda. And now if you type in the doobie smoker, that's what comes up. And he's not in trouble. I'm in trouble. To me, it's everything that has happened has been a blessing. So I'm not even mad at it. Okay. I'm just mad okay. now because of how they're still playing dumb. They really think the election wasn't rigged. It's crazy. I mean, you were, t I'm sure you were talking to FBI agents, right? At one point. Yeah, did I you, was right when they got me. Did you bring that up? Like, come on guys. <laughs> you know, the election was stolen. Like, I mean, did you, <laughs> did you tell them or like, why are you no, investigating that? And uh, poor me smoking a joint in the Capitol. Right. No, I never really did. I never did. I don't think. And if I did, well, that might be why they put me in. 
they put me in jail and said <clears throat> it was after they questioned me and I, and I thought it was just going to be questioning. So I was very honest, gave them all my gear. <clears throat> and then the ride there to this secret place, like this secret underground FBI location, everything on top looked like it was like nothing, like no one was living or working or it just looked vacant. But then we went, I think we went down and then they questioned me. It wasn't far. And, uh, yeah, they were incredibly nice. I under, I see the tactics now because mm-hmm. they really believed there were people with bombs out there somewhere. They really actually it looked seemed like they were believing that narrative that they had to go find terrorists fresh out of as you know school. This, they're actually pretty hot FBI chicks, two of them. It's I like bet. a movie, bro. I bet. And yeah, they just questioned. And I gave every answer, and they said, "Are you a QAnon?" I said, oh, no. They're like, are you a proud boy? Oh, no. It's like, no. <laughs> What's that? The time I genuinely didn't know what a proud boy was. I've been making movies for the last year and a half. like, And I wasn't even going to go to that rally. This is my first one. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, it was my first one. So there's supposedly a sentencing date for me now. And that's on the 5th. January. It's all looping back. Wait, wait, wait. Sensing we're going back to jail? Well, that's a possibility. This is why I fired my lawyer. Because I'm like, dude, every time you say something, it just comes out like way worse. And you're saying that I'm probably not going back to jail, but I don't feel confident in you. And so um, getting another lawyer who's actually supposedly the one taking on um, January Sixers who went to the rally not to go riot which fits my bill. Um, we'll see. But yeah, um, it would be a January 5th sentencing to, for one misdemeanor. Everyone I talked to in jail told them the situation. And they're like, one misdemeanor. For that, they're like, anybody typically in the game of the law, you have one misdemeanor, you don't go to jail if there's nothing on your record. Right. If it's your first time, you get fucking slap on the wrist, maybe a fine, and uh, maybe probation, but you don't go to jail. I went to jail for 45 fucking days. That shit was hard. I, it tested my spirituality, and I'm glad. And I got a really good break because I was working hard. And, I mean, if that's what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, I fucking I feel confident I could walk down the darkest streets of L.A. and, and be, like, you know, protected. Well, you said you had a spiritual but, awakening in jail dead man what tell us about that it was it was after the it was like it was a game on moment when the first lawyer they had me said this is going to be the longest three days of your life she said i was going to be in jail for three days and then i was like okay it's game on i have a choice now how am i going to treat this these next three days let's treat it like a meditation retreat in my 20s that's all i did i was obsessed with meditation from 16 to maybe 26 and I thought I'd be a monk. I did a lot of intense 10-day meditation retreats that were like jail worse because you can't look at anyone You can't talk to anyone unless you want to talk to your teacher and it's only about the techniques that you're learning and You have two meals a day basically and you're meditating if you if you really go there and maximize you do 12 hours a day 10 days and what happens is a lot of shit. It's hard So you can't read or anything you can't escape can't listen to music. Um, the weirdest thing is you can't look at anyone in the eye. Mm. So I just pretended I was on a Vipassana retreat. 
right when they right right when they shut that the the the, the bars yeah the, the jail bars the gate whatever th- that was when i was just like all right we're on we're on a retreat and i would do as much meditation as i could i did tai chi kundalini and wim hof to keep me cool and uh yeah, man. Were you, by, work. were you by yourself in jail? No, in the first cell that I was in for those three days, I was with this guy who was like Chris Tucker. <laughs> so he just made me laugh the whole time. He's like, bro, I've been here before, man. If you're, if you're going to be here longer, they're going to put us in a cell, uh, a bay, where you could probably play chess and watch movies all night and shit. And I'm like, for real? doesn't sound too bad. He's <laughs> like, it's not, man. It's not. So I was kind of like, okay, all right, cool. Fucking A. And then uh, they moved me into this bay, and that's where I ended up staying for 30 days. And it, immediately, it was a fucking movie. Like, this guy, Ty, with dreads down to his to the, to the his feet, looks at me, and he goes, sit over there. I'm like, all right. And there were some white people. So they were younger. So I became like a mentor. One of them, so sad. He looks like he's 14, and he's 25. Tells me one day writing a note saying, I've never told anyone this before. But the real reason I'm in here is because, uh, and he explained it. He had been telling everyone that he broke an entry into a, into a federal building, like myself. That's what they were charging me at in the beginning. And his real story was he was flirting with a lady on Snapchat who was underage. And her mom found out. And he got some child, child-like molestation, I guess, from nude pictures. I love that dude. And I didn't know he that was the situation. You could see he was a virgin. This guy was like no game. Mm-hmm. He looked like a sad kind of low IQ, but he was growing into himself. And anyway, that's one guy. And then there's another guy, for example, named Ghost, who starts reading his poetry to me. And uh, then he starts rapping it. I'm like, dude, I make music. I'm a producer. And then I would give him a little advice and then he would sweat so much because he's like, I'd never rap for anyone before. <laughs> By the day that I was leaving, on day 30, he was rapping for everyone. Really? So dope. And he uses his fist and his chest to do the oh drum beat. And he'd be doing the rap like this. And so it was so cool because then he was hitting on the table boom, boom, ka, and rapping for everybody. So like he was no longer trapped in a box which is actually the name of his album because he had been in that jail for 10 years young dude 28 so then i signed him to my record label on the last day that i was there and it was such a fucking beautiful moment to see his lights turn up his eyes were so bright and we did nice things like he'd never bought something for his mom for her birthday and it was was her birthday in there so i'm like we're gonna buy her fucking flowers dude give me her address we did Mm. actually i did that when i got out that's what i did yeah, I made sure I'd get it for him, for her. So like that kind of shit, man, that, that's the spiritual thing that I saw blossom. And even another guy came in who became my mentor. Now is the older guy who is teaching me about Black's Law Dictionary. This guy was so screwed that he became his own lawyer. And he knew the games. He knew that we were made money off of in this whole thing. Everyone in that jail was like 300 bucks a day for that jail. So when you think about the 10,000 people in there and then how much they're all getting paid to be there, that's how much these prisons, these jails make. You start to understand like, wait a second, that judge owns this prison, this jail? 
That means the people he puts in here, he gets money off of it. Wait, what? what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. Judges? The, the, judges? The jail I was in judges. They're, they're on the board of committees as partial owners. I started researching it too, just to make sure because everyone in that jail said so. Yeah. It's insane, man. Uh, wow. So, okay, let's go back to how, how they sell drugs. How does drugs get in the jail and... Um, from, uh, from what I observed, cause I was definitely not partaking in that, but this is something you can't not look at when it's happening. You're like, wow, it's all through, um, I'm wondering how much I can say. What? I can say, yeah. So <laughs> they find ways to ship it in. That's okay. one thing. Yeah. And it used to be through books, it used to be through books. They'd put it in the, in the binder. Like in, they would rip out the pages, put it there in the where the title of the book is, put the thing back in, and then you send in the book. So they don't allow that now. Now you have to send in books via directly from publisher, so they can avoid that. Then I, I I learned that through shoes, if people are sending you shoes, they can put it in the shoes. They don't check shoes. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. <clears throat> but it is normally the system that is corrupt. It is the correctional officers who start to make money off of prisoners in there. And they can send money through Cash App or whatever. Once it's received, the correctional officer will break the rules and hook you up with alcohol or hook you up with some weed, hook you up with whatever. And then let's say you wanted to buy alcohol from someone who's in another bay and there's a steel door that's between you. You can fucking transfer liquid through a steel door with a piece of paper. Really? Yeah. You what? put in a piece of paper if the and you can if you can get the piece of paper to go through, okay. you just drip it, and it, the water will find its way through the crack. And on the other side, you collect with a cup. Wait, wait. How are you even allowed to have alcohol in the jail? No, bro. And Whatsoever. There some people who were balling, who were making shitloads of money in there. I'm telling you, man, this was a whole fucking other world. I was fascinated as a filmmaker. I was like, yeah, this is fucking crazy. Was there a shot caller? Did you meet the shot caller? Yeah, dude. Uh, two of the shot callers became my homies. Oh no. Really? And then they ended up fighting once. That shit was crazy. Really? Like, Shank? Yeah. Shank? Um, no, man, just straight brute force, man. This guy tie and this guy take off. Takeoff was this Puerto Rican guy who kind of looked like Jason Momoa, but skinny. And uh, Ty was just a badass, dodged death a couple times, robbed a pharmacy, lived like a baller for a couple years, went to jail. He was looking at like five to ten years. You can't smoke in jail, right? Some some jails let you smoke cigarettes if you can go out into the field, like prisons, when, when you're there for a, a good amount of time. They make money off of you, so you're working. So they, they'll hook you up. But in, in jails, they want to make your life miserable. Jails, they want you to rat on other people. And if they find out you're a rat when you're in jail, you get your ass beat. Did you get beat up? No. Did you? So I'm not a rat. But, but I almost got beat up because I was doing Tai Chi in the corner where this guy, Dudu, <laughs> this big black dude, Dudu, he would go down and work out there every day at the same time. I didn't catch on to his routine. Yeah, I started yeah. doing my meditation and shit in his spot. And instead of beating me up, he beat up this guy, Bert, who was like a seagull. 
he just mooched off of me as much as possible, but it was a fair exchange. He gave me advice. He's like, don't do this. Don't do that. You gotta make sure you do this. Like it was fair for me, but everyone was like, yo, he's a mooch. Mm. They got in a fight. And yeah, they both got sent to the hole. That's when you, you're like solitary confinement tied up. Did they have Over- to, when you got brought into jail, did they strip you naked and spray you with water? Is that a thing? Like Pulp Fiction. Kind yeah. Of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't do that. They didn't do that. But I remember once Jonathan Mellis, who's a really uh, smart man, but made some bad choices that day. He's in the DC jail. When we were moved from a van, I had to leave that place with those um, in that bay with 30 men. They took me on a bus to three jails, hop, hopscotching to DC. So it's, it was like a tour. I'd go to one jail and be like, hmm, this is what this jail's like. Holy fuck, this food's good. I want to stay here. Oh, I'm leaving already. Shit. Oh. Like there was one jail I was in where this, remember how I said people are ballers in jail, like selling stuff? Yeah. We all knew in my bay that there was a guy in the next bay who was the fucking kingpin of anything you wanted. Him and I got transferred to the next jail together. And then we got in the same cell together because he liked me. And he just asked me to red pill him. He's like, tell me everything. <laughs> so I did. And he was like, bro, I don't want you to leave. Cause I knew I was going to have to go to the next jail. Why and all the, the transferring? I mean, there's so much going on here with 45 days. What, what, what's up with that? <laughs> I know dude. It's the first time I've ever really told it in this much detail because of the, the they didn't want to just drive me all the way. And for anyone who was in California or anywhere else, they experienced fucking Nick Cage, Con Air style of being taken over. And so for me, they're like, yeah, just hopscotch them up Virginia to DC. It'll take a day or something. But not really. It took like a week. At each jail I was in, it was a pain in the ass. I would spend more time in the booking cold in my outfit that I was arrested in. Cause that's how you transfer from jail to jail, how they found you in your street clothes. What were my street clothes? This is a fucking movie. I was wearing my weed pants with all the weed leaves and a Trump tank top. So I was cold at every place I was and I was doing Wim Hof and this guy who dealt drugs for El Chapo is counting how long I can hold my breath. It's just like the craziest experience, man. But it sounds like, okay, going back to corruption in the jail, it seems like it's a trend in America and the rest of the world that even at the border, there's corrupt border patrol people letting people in, the trafficking of the drugs and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, how bad do you think it's going to get with Biden being in office? It's, I don't know how much longer he's going to be in office. Hopefully, I don't know what your thoughts are on if this election ever be reversed. How bad do you think it's going to get with all this corruption that has been going on for probably 40, 50 years, maybe longer? That's what it seems like is coming to an end. It's like a tub. The swamp really was unplugged. And for a while, you don't really hear it. You don't see it. But at the end of a tub losing all its water, it gets a little violent. When you can hear the final ends of this water getting sucked into nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to think that we're in that phase right now of all these waters getting sucked into nothing, all these criminals getting sucked into the abyss. But there's so much to look around and go, mm, who's winning in this fight? It seemed like at some point we were, but now it seems like, are we? Because the UK just made it, fucking a thing for 
the, vac- the vaccine passports. He right. just voted that in. And then we know Bill Gates wants to do a decade of this kind of thing. Right. And uh, so where is the, the fighting force that we all hope and believe in? But they don't, they, it's, well, obviously it's, it's a war that we can't fight physically because they don't want it to be that because then we would have a definite answer. So mm-hmm. they're going to try to avoid that as much as possible. Yeah. And, and the should, war could be specifically on us toward us. Like I go into Target now in LA and I'm like, how am I the only guy not wearing a fucking mask? Right. It's weird. Like I'm the only one with balls in here. This is wait. Then all of you have got the vaccine. Like, what is it? Then I'm like, this is crazy. It's not how it is in every city though. But do you, but do you feel like this is so dumb that we're fighting over masks and vaccines? Like, did you ever think like, why don't I just take it and just get it over with? But is it, are you really that like, Oh, it's, the mark of the beast or it's poison or it's going to kill you in a couple of years. Do you really believe that? Uh, I, yeah, the, the way I see it, is this on YouTube? <laughs> I'm on two strikes on YouTube. So let's uh, have me too. <laughs> I don't think I'm coming back. All right. Yeah. So, uh, the way I see it, I just know that what is inside of this will alter my DNA. Okay. It's the, the, the modifying Moderna, mRNA, and why? And what is it? Why hide the ingredients? Graphene oxide is being said that is it's in there. Even if I'm suspect and not for sure, I wouldn't take it. I've seen what that looks like under microscope. It looks like a fucking dark mothership. It's like very unsymmetrical and eerie. Now, it, is it true that it reacts to 5G? Yeah, there's video of that on YouTube. You can see that. It's pretty fucking cool. But at the same time, it's like, huh? What? When, well, what is it with Luciferase? Does this really glow in the fucking dark in the way that you're going to start scanning me to see if I have this vaccine? The way I see it, 1871, United States of America became the United States. And it basically became a business. It was no longer, had a, it then had a new constitution. It basically masked over what we all fought, well, our fought, great founding fathers fought for. They masked over it and made it a corporation. It's a dead entity. And everyone that was born in it, you and, and everyone in America, uh, they are a product of it. They're a, par- a product of this business. So they do have a, value because if they look at the amount of work a person will do throughout their life and they put value to it on a bond, which then they, they, they themselves make money off of, but it's yours. It's ours. So wait, wait, that's what, it, do you think that's where it started? Yes. The, in, a, in the deep state, the, yes, it could have been more so, um, George Washington had that idea maybe got it from a, you know, a deep state that existed that they were coming from. So wait a minute. You're saying that, then you're saying that in the beginning of the United States, they wanted to take over the United States. Only in 1871. Okay. That was when the new constitution, that's when it became a corporation. And then you had the federal reserve enacted maybe 50 years later. Right. And that, that was the, the bank for these criminals now 
to play their monopoly. And uh, ever since, now we're seen as product. So I think they want to chip us all. They want to have, this is why people wonder, why do they want so much control? It's because we are actual product to them. Just like how someone owns Walmart and, and puts a barcode on every shitty item that they've got and great item at the same time, they want to do the same to us. So, so, put chips. so why make us all poor? Why try to have that huge divide? Why try to destroy the middle class? If we're all Absolutely. just products, wouldn't they want yeah. us working and producing? Exactly. It's just like this. When Neo's in the Matrix and they're all like in, not necessarily when he's walking around in the Matrix, when he wakes up out of it and he's in a battery cell and he's got this goo all around him. We know that in the mind, they're seeing a reality put in and, and they're experiencing their life. That's my uh, thingy here. And so same way with us. They want us entertained, generating energy, thinking we're living the American dream. Because if we knew it was real slavery, their game would be over. So they provide us with sports and Hollywood mm. and pizza and stuffed crust. And then we're happy and we don't care. But truly, that's why I love making films like, like the last one, The Last President. Tartaria? How would they like not tell us about that? What are they hiding? Right. You know, trip, right? <clears throat> well, it, it is, but it's how do you wake up the rest of the people? What are the red pills that other people could tell their libtard friends to wake up? Right? Uh, like, I was a libtard friend. That's what gives me hope. Like I was really? totally, yeah. In 2015, I was Bernie. I was boners for uh, Bernie. Well, like <laughs> I think I knew what Bernie, did you, you didn't realize what Bernie was going with it. Did you understand socialism or were you on I that? Didn't even give a, I didn't care about politics. I dated a girl who was a, a political science major and that is what started it. I was, cause I was that monk. I just meditated and then I met her and then she like, she was really smart. I was like, holy fuck, you give a lot of a shit. And then uh, she was liberal. And then I became liberal, went to school, lived out of my van, walked around barefoot. And was I was seeing that this meditator I was once was being indoctrinated with some of the weirdest shit. And it, and there was, it was so unfair, too. I saw a lot of money grabbing. So then I just quit school and uh, went and got a job, did network engineering for a while. But it was when I was a network engineer that I had a Bernie doll on my desk. This fucking dope guy named Marty. Marty is a dope dude. He, he just asked questions. So this is like, how do you wake up a, a fucking insane liberal? Because that's kind of what I was. How do you do it? Marty was a friend. Never looked down on me. And he just asked me questions. He's like, so what is it about Bernie you like? He never said, like, what is it about Trump you like? Mm -hmm. But I did know he was Republican but he never shoved it down my throat. And then he would send me YouTube videos to watch because I, I was coming from a monk background. I was completely open to seeing like, what the fuck are these flat earthers thinking? I want to know. I want to know what they think provides enough evidence for them to believe in this. So right. I'd watch because the job was so shitty. I'd have plenty of time to, to watch movies. So, so I did. So this guy red pilled you. Red pilled me just by like sending me a few things where I was open enough to, to bend my judgment. Wow. Yeah. 
And then from there on, it was once Trump said in that debate to Hillary, once WikiLeaks came out, and then once Trump said, because if you were pre if I was president, you'd be in jail. That was when I went, okay, I'm going to listen to one Trump speech because that was badass. I listened mm -hmm. to his winning speech, the RNC one, and I, was, I thought, oh, man. It was almost like if someone were to realize they were gay, they would have to come out and tell everyone. Like I had this moment where I was like, fuck, I like Trump. How am I going to even tell anyone? They're going <laughs> to hate me. <laughs> and so I slowly did, and it now look. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, Matrix is coming out. Are you excited yeah. for Matrix? Oh, yeah. And, it, you know, I will be let down if it sucks, but I like that it's done by one of the siblings and not two. Okay. Well, you do realize they were brothers. And yeah. They, and now they're sisters. They cabaled out, bro. They both went tranny. So I was told by that that this move, that Matrix is about tr trans, transhuman. It's about tr transitioning, tr right? Is it transhuman? Is, is it, is it I, do I don't know if it's transhumans. What is the word? <laughs> Transhumanism? Yeah. I don't know if it's that or just trans of like, it's a transition to male to female. And that's what oh. the Matrix is all about is you could be anything you want. Something like that. But I don't know. But it went, yeah. Okay. They went full cabal for sure. So what? Good. that's not good. So the third one's not going to be what we expect it to be. Fourth one, yeah. Is this it, is fourth one. Fourth, is, this is fourth one. Fourth right? one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, you're right. Reloaded resurrection, and then that's right. I don't even know what this one's called, but when I saw the trailer, I thought, okay, maybe this is gonna be good. And oh man, so much weighs the whole trilogy weighs on this. Right. Everyone's. Waiting. I don't like how they both went in that direction. They were both like gothic. They look like punk, kind of uh, cyberpunk kind of peeps. Dudes, how do you go from crazy purple hair, ponytail liberal to, how do you go to that? That would be a good pervy one. I'm waiting for that one. Ooh, that would be really good. Because be great. Uh, even, I, I mean, because a lot of people, you know, that love The Matrix, you know, pretty much think it's a documentary. But I think, mm -hmm. you know, like any, like, like Q and Anonymous, they all, something got corrupted and something happened and changes everything. And all those people that were worshiping it or believing in it are now going to be affected by this new thing. And they'll think that's part of the old. Yeah. Because it was, they're familiar with it, but they've been changed. Yep. Yep. It's kind of a weird world we're living in. It's reminding me of the next film I'm going to make, uh, which is a next level kind of thing because one of Hollywood's biggest directors, one of the top five of our time, had an assistant. And this assistant came forth through a friend, cinematographer of mine, and for this project. Mm -hmm. And she met me. She saw goodlion.tv, and she was like, hey, it's nice to meet a fellow disruptor. Mm. And the story she told me then became the inspiration for The Fly on the Wall, which is the film that we're doing now. Her as the center. And it's basically her life. 
she's been a fly on the wall and just so happened for 24 years she was the assistant to director mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steven I don't want to say the name yet oh. but um, it, it's dark dude it's dark it's dark it's children dark really it's children dark it's 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 very famous doctors do- dark it's very famous vaccine pushers dark she was a fly on the wall in these places where you start to go oh this is pervy wood now through the eyes of someone else who didn't know that pervy wood existed mm-hmm. and now she's connecting dots years later going oh wow this director was actually given a disease an illness so that they could be manipulated and then given what? a partner and this partner isn't actually a man or it isn't actually a woman it's a man it's a, dude this story is i've been running a campaign for funding for it because once i said do you want to film this she said yeah i thought oh, is she coming out with her name because she's getting serious trouble yes yeah, she is and photos and everything this I, is going to be massive. Have you I brought think. this too? What about talking to Project Veritas? Or, mm, or obviously, I know you want it to your own, but to that get, was kind of like my style. I was thinking, I was telling Universe, I want to do Project Veritas, Good Lion style productions. Yeah. And then I met her, and I was like, oh God, this is happening. And so it's coming out in a way that is less of pointing at this director as the evil guy. And more so as the guy who was taken for a ride his entire life. And when the light overpowered the dark force within him is when this beautiful assistant was squeezed out because the powers around were like, uh-uh, she's, she's bringing too much light. She's got too much of the force with her. Wow. Now are we going to learn about like, like with children auditioning and children being around directors and how the parents pretty much just give up their child and for Boom. roles. I've seen, I, I, I know the game. I know what they do. Yeah. It's kind of like if people started realizing the water they've been drinking was poisoned, they would go, I'm going to stop drinking this water. And that's, what's going to happen is they're going to be like, Holy shit. These movies have been poisoned. I'm going to stop putting money into these. But, and that's where I see Hollywood starting to die and a new one emerging, just like the banking system. Mm. Financial system is no longer one focal point. It's not it's, Hollywood's going to be everywhere. It's not just going to be one place where the corrupt can rule. You mm. can't get a job because you won't give a blow job. It's going to be a different ballpark, which is fucking cool to be making it. It's like building down, breaking down walls so we can just like, start building pavement yeah i had an older lady do uh ask <laughs> she wanted to do something and she was offering uh you know a great role and uh i'm like okay and then all of a sudden she's like do you smoke cigarettes i'm like ah, i used to she's like oh i have an oral fixation i'm like oh okay she's like uh and i have other things and then she started putting her tongue to her cheek you know and she's like, oh, shit. I'm like, fuck, I'm married. What am I? I'm, I'm, I'm engaged at this time. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> um, but that's where it was going. And I, I'm like, holy shit, I'm in a situation. If I was single, would I have done it? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> she was old. She was like 60 something. But I can see where. The reverse, old men with women, you want this part, 
you know, I can get you in. I can get you some lines, you know. They'll yeah. do it. But For sure. It's selling that's, your that's part of selling your soul, but I'm sure there's more to it, even like the whole blackmail. Have you ever dived into all the blackmail of what are the blackmail of per well it would be pervy wood obviously but like what is the blackmail of hollywood do you think the blackmail of hollywood is directly linked to jeffrey epstein and Ghislaine maxwell because Ghislaine's father is the head of Mossad, which is the cia of israel and they own a lot of people by blackmail hey come to this island have a good time hook up with one of these babes filmed it and guess what she's 13 you're fucked you have to do what we tell you now or we'll release this information but if they release it they ruin their whole operation that's true because what i was about to think was is who in as an example has been made to do to come out against them and then they're shown to be a pedophile like i don't think there's ever been anyone on the epstein flight list that has done that who's come out and tried to fight against and then shown that they were a pedophile i don't think anybody maybe if you so talk you or you try to talk you die like that's Isaac probably cappy. it that's probably like cappy some people think cappy went dark because he said look i focused on the dark too much i didn't focus on the light could be that cappy did some shit. seth green he highlights had chicken which are filipino boys i imagine i don't know in his behind his hidden Wall. wall of books um and then spielberg like there's hanks there's all these folks who you start to connect dots with with emails from wikileaks that are fucking truly possibly pedos right if they are it's just fucking crazy it makes you realize holy cow like hollywood has been more than just that it's been a it's been a whole production in our mind to believe in these people who are actually really taking advantage of people. Have you kids. have you ever thought of like the theory on certain movies that are their actual rituals? The yes, movie dude. itself and they're actually it's a I don't know, they're actually I don't know if they're really sacrificing someone on on screen. That would be I don't know if there's a word for that, but like the movies yeah. that they do, the rituals and you know, every time you play it, you're playing the ritual to the world. There's that- a few things that come to mind is like uh, earlier you asked about the time travel and what would cause it or something in a book to come out into reality. Joe Rogan just posted these flowers that resemble birds. And it's like they're aware of their surroundings so they naturally evolve into growing into those birds. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they just don't get eaten that way. Maybe they do. So in this regard, black magic or white magic they do sigils and they like draw something with the intention with the energy that they want to manifest in the world and it's just you and that and you can share it with others and they're going to pick up on that code like a qr code and for some reason because you program it they're going to pick it up with the feeling they're not going to know per se so similarly you make a movie you're making a sigil and you're putting it out there into the world and you're using quantum mechanics. Now you're influencing the observer to now focus and making their reality the same one that this person is wanting to push. Because once you have a thought, you create your reality with it, especially if there's motion to it. You make a movie, you build out emotion. So for example, Utopia, 
Mm-hmm. Utopia is on Amazon and it's about fucking vaccine uh, that needs to surface in order to help change uh, or heal these children that are getting this disease that was actually manufactured on purpose by a guy who is like a Bill Gates type character. And this whole thing is a group of kids are obsessed with this comic book that was made by a, a guy in a mental institution who's dropping all the psychic clues of what virus is going to come out next. So they need to find this comic book in order to decipher what is happening in the world with these evil viruses and how to get the cure before it gets worse. Mm-hmm. It's so, so weird. It's like Q mixed with today's climate of this. They have a, like, a character for everyone we associate with now or, or that we've seen in this whole play. There's a Fauci, there's a Gates, who's played by John Cusack. It only went for one season. But the whole point in this season, which is based off of a show from the UK 10 years prior, is that there's a vaccine that's being rolled out to create an infertile generation to cut back on human growth. So they're making a shitload of people infertile. And they justify it. So that to me, if you want, like, it's just like the Super Bowl halftime shows. It's like, you do they put out these things in order to create them which is fucking creepy most people don't even want to entertain that but when you start to look at it look at the winter olympics from 2012 where they were dancing on hospital beds and if you looked in the aerial view they were all the corona it made the corona shape and yeah the pyramids the one eyes it was just weird. It was it's, too much of a coincidence. It's everywhere. Every time we watch it, it's, you see a pyramid fire. Um, the, I mean, even with the whole Travis Scott, that would be another good pervy way. Uh, that is coming. Is it? I, I Like that, I mean, now there's reports coming out that um, people are let out of NDAs because it's that bad as long as they don't talk or something like that. Or not their NDA, but out of working for him or something like that. He's that crazy or oh. satanic or whatever. Um, but they're not saying that. They're just saying that he let me go as long as I don't say anything to ruin whatever wow. they know that wow. he does. That's like, yeah. Do you want and to- I interviewed someone who just came back from that event. And okay. it was, they were so not like woke, I guess you can say, like. I said, yeah, the stage was an upside down cross going into that vortex of hell. Yeah. She's like, oh, that was just a coincidence. It wasn't, man. There's no crosses like that upside. This is a satanic thing. Everything right. there. I mean, Super Bowl, everything. Every big, huge event. I mean, the Grammys. I mean, there's always something, even with in the music industry, it's, it's pretty bad. But this is interesting. I don't know if you've seen the Kevin Hart's new show called Truth or something like that. And it's pretty much he talks about uh, or the show is about where he's with some girl, she dies, and then he has to hire someone to get rid of the body. And then he does that. And then the guy's like, I want all this money because I know you're rich. You're Kevin Hart. And then he kills him. And that's like the first episode. But it, the show was called My Truth. And, and it's like, I wonder if they show their blackmail on camera and and they're just laughing in our face almost. Mm-hmm. Or they're say, "Hey, we know how we blackmail you. We're gonna make a show on that for you, just to humiliate you." I don't know. Something like that. I just feel like I 
I feel like that's a lot of these TV shows, movies, that's what they are. You see like up and coming, like uh, King Botch, King Batch or whatever his name is. He did a yeah. film and they're like doing some satanic crap in the film. Like what? The, some of these guys that are up and coming stars, they seem like they do like these satanic movies and then they become big stars. And I feel yep. like that movie was their ritual or sacrifice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they had to show their blackmail in a movie. I don't know. And now yep. they're big stars and they're doing big movies. And it was, I don't know. It's That's why. They say Brad Pitt sucked a lot of dick. Oh, and man. Still does. They oh. say he's one of them. Poor he guy. Goes around and gets the best roles for that. And that, that's kind of the, who knows what about if the, that's real. What about The Rock? The Rock is something else. He's, I know someone directly, like, connected to him. So I only know some weird things about The Rock that no one would really know, but nothing that points out. Or even him being. Thor. Well, I don't know. What's his name? Hemsworth. Whatever his name. Yeah. He see, right? They seem like these family guys on Instagram. Right, like Hanks. Like Hanks seemed like such a good dude. Uh, well, Tom Hanks, have you seen his Twitter or his post? Instagram. Is it his, yeah, I mean, he that was that was weird when people started catching on to that. No one ever knew about that. No one knew, dude. No, no one, one looked into it. it. They're like, oh, he's taking a picture of a glove of a baby. I know. People want to justify because they don't want to go into a realm that's very uncomfortable. Because once they go there, it's like, hmm, you can't go back. But look, we're not really taught discernment. Like Stephen Colbert talks shit about me on his show. He did, he doesn't know. He's just reading his fucking notes. Right. But for fun, let's go right back at you. And the next Pervy Woods on him. Stephen Colbert, when he started his career, he was writing a lot of skits about pedophiles. Pedophiles. Why is that funny? Why is it funny for an older man to want to fuck a, a boy? Right. And that's what he would write about. And then he wrote a skit when he was Colbert reporting. And it was him sacrificing a baby to a fucking demon. And this massive demon was on stage. And he brought this baby in and said, eat the baby, not me, twice. So that's probably his blackmail. And he had to showcase it. Yes. And then he's in the Podesta emails. And Podesta, we know, is using pedophile lingo, walnuts, sauce. You're doing a a pervy wood on this guy? Oh, yeah. And the pinnacle, the peak, is leading up to the video there's one video of, of a man yelling at a kid under a ground. Looks like he's at Comet Pizza or Ping Pong. And then the, and then that voice is matched to be Podesta. You, there's people who have done this great research on that. But then there's a video, and everyone's seen it. Looks like Colbert. It's the kid who's painted like Gautier in that music video. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. And this older man, it looks like Colbert has a side profile on with the same paint. And he's forcing this kid who looks abused and harmed and worried and fearful, who's probably three or four, maybe less. And he's like singing in his face and the kid's like, it's just so disturbing when you see it. And well, so if you, he's got, if two, diff- he's got two different ears. So that'd be real easy to pin him out. Ooh, ooh, we got to do the ear. The nose match is fucking good. It's crazy, the, ma- the nose. But let's do an ear because an ear is actually a way that is by law um, the closest to DNA that you can match a person with. Well, like he's got two got, different ears. 
Colbert has two different ears. It's a tiny ear and then a, a wanky ear that sticks out. Yeah, look at. Oh yeah, yeah. I got something like that. A stick out ear. No. Yeah. So this is really dramatic. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, and his eyes have a weird, dark kind of. You you know when I was in jail going through. A lot of times people would be like, yeah, man, just welcome to this jail. Be careful because those are the fucking thugs. Don't talk about anything political with them. Those are the pedophiles. And then when, when you would look at the pedophiles, you'd go, of course they are. There's something weird about like how they have a look. Mm. It's it, it's very weird. And, and so I'm going to say fucking Colbert has that look. Wow. And you're going to hear Wood. I can't wait for that one. That's going to be a good one. What about That's Oprah? Weird. Oprah's no bueno, bro. And either she made friends with too many of the wrong people, but her her endorsement for a famous person to endorse a person, they got to be very careful about it. You don't just go fucking endorse anything because obvious reasons. Right. You'll, you'll shatter your reputation. Right. Unless you have the media behind you like her. So she was all about John of God. Everyone was about John of God before they found out he was owning a fucking... He, a, he was cool, right? Yeah, he was birthing a bunch of babies with women that he was fucking underground. That's what Epstein uh, wanted to do. Mm-hmm. This guy was that gross, and he got caught. Now he's facing it. And Oprah was all about him. You going to say something, Oprah? Really? Um, she's all about Eckhart Tolle. So this is a thing. Eckhart Tolle, he was monumental in my spiritual growth. And a lot of things he's taught me, I'm cool with. And but Oprah got all about him. What's she trying to do? Make a, a bounce into something better? Because that's bad. Yeah, be she's she's been God. she's been untouched. Never had any drama in her real in her life. Hmm. Her and Madonna. I just saw Madonna's new photo. Oh, she's Botox, plastic surgery. So much Botox that she looks like she's sixteen now. Oh my gosh! It's shocking, dude. I was just like, she really looks sixteen. So it's weird. A lot of them do. Uh, Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. Is that a real thing? Dude, for sure. You can buy it right now in Alibaba in powder form, synthetic. Adrenochrome, adrenalized oxygen or blood, adrenalized blood with adrenaline in it. And uh, this is the core of the child sex trafficking that we see again in this Colbert Purviewood. Yeah. We're bringing up the Anthony Weiner laptop. Because a lot of the emails that were wiped off of her hard drive were actually still on his. So when they got his laptop, they found Frazzle Drip, which is the code name for a child abuse video where they batter this ch- child's face. They, they, this is probably what happens in the video because there's post images of children looking like this around the fucking United States and animals. They cut out their lips yeah. So that all they have is their, are their teeth and they show them themselves. So they fucking freak out because you can't hide. You, you just now you're cut. You can see your fucking skull. Right. And the yeah. fear now that you have that you're never going to have that back is a nightmare. And that adrenaline from the fear is what they consume and it makes them younger, gives them the best high in the world. It's proved by science. There was just an article, there's an article just recently. How young blood can keep uh, old people young or something like that. Yeah, and they did it with rats. They saw that rats, when given young blood rat, uh, they completely, to the cellular level, reverse. Yeah, let's be real. They're doing it on humans, and they're calling it rats. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Now people are like tripping. They're like, "What? This is real? This is?" And that's what happens when you go to goodline.tv. You just start going down rabbit holes and you fucking start to question everything. And then you're put in a place to go, all right, if that's real about Hollywood, what the fuck else is Hollywood? Was the moon landing real? Yeah. Is the world really round? Is it flat? And you st- yeah, is it flat? I think it's flat. Really? I think it's multi-layered. I yeah. think there's an underside to it, and that's the underground. And I think the Antarctic does go around the whole thing. I think Ad- Admiral Byrd, when he went to the North Pole, he... First, it was South Pole, I believe. Or no, it was North Pole. And he saw giants. He came back saying, I saw this shit, and I don't know how to explain it. And he was told never to go back. So he found a way back to through the South. Operation High Jump, the firmament as above, so below. When you see rockets go, they don't go up. They curve. It's the dome glass, and there's water plasma that, that is holding it in. Where is the rockets going? They're going somewhere else on the other side. <laughs> They're landing <laughs> elsewhere. Like same with satellites. When satellites go up, um, they it? just NASA is the biggest consumer of helium. They're on balloons. Really? We've never gone out. And there's a lot of these um, helium balloons that crash in random places in the world. They they fail, and you see satellites on them. So they're all from helium balloons. Um, what is the what is the moon? There's a fucking badass scientist in the fifties who's like, that shit ain't real, man. That's a that's a that's a phenomena of plasma. That is a plasma moon. We can't land on it. And the science behind it would be the geomagnetic core that is of this flatness or underneath that is uh, responsible for, let's say, the the moon and the sun moving, mm-hmm. which are inside. Because when you see sun rays hitting down, they don't come straight. If they were so far away, they wouldn't come at an angle like they're behind a cloud. It wouldn't happen. Okay. And so um, it's an imprint, an x-ray of what was below the moon. Now, there have been some super nerds who have zoomed up on photos of the moon and went, oh, that dark crater is actually the United States. Is that South America? Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen that. I think I remember seeing that. Okay, well, you just had a few people go t- into space, and they're supposedly called astronauts now. Um, I love the videos of astronauts in space. Not There's the, always clues. The rec- Well, the recent ones with um, the guy from Star Trek, or Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah. What was guys. that? Was that a whole production? And then that one guy died? Yeah, that's these are productions, man. Hollywood extended to NASA because NASA came from the Nazis. Nazis probably has something to do with hiding the history of Tartaria, because then they created all these all this science for us to abide by and to give credence to what they call the sphere Earth. But when you come back to it, let's see. What was the thing you said just the, before that question? The guy, there was a guy that died. Oh yes, yes. Um, they went up to space, right? Yeah. Okay. Floated. Just recently, before they they go up in space, and there's a rat that's walking on this this piece of rocket. I've seen that. And then this this Elon car, the pressure from being out there, that glass would have broken. It would have cracked on the convertible. Okay. Unless it wasn't glass, but it certainly looked like it. I think they laugh at how dumb we are, uh, and yeah, I don't think we're out and. I don't think we're out in space, man. I think we're in a realm, and they want us to go, hmm, we're so alone out here. 
No one's out there in space. We're alone. There's no, some people might be more lenient to think there's no creator if they're created from a big bang and then they're just one, uh, one small thing. Right. A rock. It, right. Unless the opposite would be like, whoa, what the fuck? We're co-creating this realm. We're in this realm of magic and opportunity and we're co-creating it. And there's a fucking tree of life, which is the core at the north, not the north of a sphere. If you just go north to the center, there's a tree of life that all these ancient maps have shown that go up. And that is the tree of life. That is where they're, they're, we probably ascend to. And that's probably where a fallen angel came from and, and destroyed this area, this realm that we have got. They say it, the further north you go to that magnetic core, all four oceans drain into a massive hole. Mm-hmm. And that's what creates the tide because they have those. They have those already in smaller versions that exist. Well, we need more. We need more proof out of Purviewood. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, this is going to be part weird history, the one that's the Tesla one. Weird history part two is all about surveying Antarctica, uh, the North Pole, the moon, and flat Earth. It's, it's all going to be encompassed into one, probably an hour-long episode. You feel like you're going to get any more whistleblowers to help you out? Oh, fuck yeah. This After this movie, Fly on the Wall, there's another whistleblower who is one of... He's a Hollywood celebrity makeup artist. Ooh. And his story is massive. He got his identity stolen, and it shows a framework of how corrupt Hollywood gets at stealing somebody's identity for their money, for their profit. Well, that reminds me of your other perfect way that's on YouTube that you just put up, which I think it's an older one of uh, uh, John Lennon or... Oh, yeah, Still Alive, the episode. I just put that up. Yeah, it's about Paul McCartney dying. Paul, yeah. Paul, yeah. Yeah, I mean, once you realize that they could pull that off, you go, oh, my God, they could pull that off. What else could they fucking pull off? Like one of these loop rabbit holes, they're going to open doors to the other. So like, if you don't think we're in a simulation, well, watch what they've done with, you know, Paul McCartney. Look how they've, in 1966, supposedly 9-11, got in a car accident or murdered. I The story that I've heard over and over is a car accident, especially from the Beatles photographer from that time, right. who comes out and says it. And um, the replacement was obvious for us in retrospect, like 50, 60 years later it becomes a lot more obvious to the people then, but it was obvious to people then. They stopped, they stopped selling shows. Um, the Beatles were breaking apart. That's why they all went to India. They were trying to find themselves. It was the transition between mop head to fucking stoner hippies that that happened. So they know that Paul died and there was a replacement. They were told. And they, they to can't, and they had to keep quiet. And then they started killing them off, right? Started killing him off because they were getting pissed, man. You saw oh. George Harrison would call Billy uh, Paul McCartney. He would call him Billy in public. Right. There's no reason for that. And uh, other than Billy. like we're yeah. fucking pissed because who was writing these songs? Who's writing this guy's music? Who's and he had the catalog. He had the Beatles catalog, which was the reason why Michael Jackson ends up dying because Michael Jackson. Uh, told this Paul McCartney, who he knew was fall, fake fake Paul. He knew it. Wow. He said, I'm going to buy your catalog. And Paul McCartney's like, hmm? or fake McCartney, faux McCartney. And Michael does. He ends up buying the Beatles catalog, which means the Beatles don't make money off the Beatles music anymore. Only Michael does. And a lot of other popular songs were on there. Michael kept that for a while. Wait, why did he buy that- it? 
from Michael was he was all about making money, man. Michael was making money and holding history. And he knew maybe he knew I don't want the corrupt establishment making money off of this fake big person. And so as he had that catalog, I think they made him look like a pedophile for that. They tried to ruin his reputation. And then they started to make it clear they tried to kill him. Latoya Jackson, his sister, was all about it. She was coming out clearly stating that Michael called her plenty of times, fearful that they were trying to kill him. And maybe Michael, that was what he had to do when he was blackmailed, molested some kids, got caught. And then he said, and then he started speaking out and then they're like, all right, let's make him a pedophile done. Mm, I don't know. Mm, so mm. Keep going. He didn't have a childhood and a lot of people close to him were like, he just loved to be a kid. Maybe. It made sense why he'd have kids over all the time or act like a kid. He was it's... always goofing around in the movie. Purviewood nine volume. Eight, no, Purviewood eight. I do loop in Chester Bennington, Chris Cornell and all these folks with Michael Jackson, Avicii, especially too. Uh, Michael, there's video of Michael checking out women. Yeah. And it's yeah. so interesting because you, ne- you never really see that. He's all about titties. Michael Jackson was all about titties, like a little kid. Like, look at them fish. Look at them fishes. Look at them titties. It's just so interesting to watch because you think he's something else. I don't know. He said the word uh, fish, right? I remember that. Yeah, he said fishes. He calls them fishes. Wonder, like, is, is there a double women? Meaning? Okay. I don't know if the fish fish a pedo term. I hope not. Let's go back to that chart from FBI. Right? So yeah, man, I I now that I've learned a lot, I think the world is flat. Okay. It's a realm is what I prefer to call it, is because it's magical. And there are the Smithsonian actively hides the massive giant skulls that are found around the world. They're preserving the truth of history. You look at hieroglyphics, and there's always a tall motherfucker in there next to a small one. Why preserve the history when they want to destroy history right now? Why? Well, they're preserving the secret. Okay. They don't want anyone to see that. Okay. Yeah, so they're destroying it by making sure that they are the only ones preserving this shit. They don't go around showing anyone, but we see the photos. We see them. All right, brother. Tell me, when is the truth going to come out? And things are going to start being uh, a lot better and Trump in office and us making millions of dollars again. And everyone's right. happy. America, everyone loves America. They wave their flags. Everyone's together. When's all that going to happen? Or is it, are we still going down? Is Jesus coming? What's going on? If we're not out of this by next year at this time, I'm going to go get a bunker somewhere. Okay. Yeah. So you recommend to do that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's good to know. I was yeah. thinking. I was thinking when I I bought a house and I'm like, oh, I need more land. I can't. I'm like so pissed. I don't have the land I wanted. So I'm yeah. like, oh, no. That's what I'm looking at right now, and I I foresee within the age of 33 that I am. Oh. I will have a big chunk of land, a good lion ranch, where we can. The future might be tribal again, kind of like when the United States was first, the land was taken, mm-hmm. you had a bunch mm-hmm. of tribes of Indians who some would fuck with each other and some wouldn't. You'd be like, nah, those guys are psychopaths and they kill people. I'd rather not. And then would be like, well, those guys are hippie peaceful and they got horses that they share. So fuck yeah, let's go trade some food with them. That is basically what I think we're going to head back into. We're going to have these states that are known to have a majority of these tribes that are of, you know, patriot nature. 
And then you're going to have those fucking dark cities where people are just locked up in their rooms playing with headsets, getting lost in a metaverse. Mm. And then you're going to have a little bit of a blend of both. And maybe what just happened was one of those tribes got power and ruled, tried to rule the world. And that's what we're seeing now. And that's collapsing. We're in the mess of it collapsing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why we're going to tribe up. You think the stock market is going to crash? For sure. In 10 years, I don't think there's going to be an, a dollar, a fiat. XRP won't have a value when that happens. But on the way there, XRP will. It's kind of tanking now. But I don't think that's the end. I think the whole crypto world and the fucking blockchain is like the future. And well, these gold. Tribes, gold, silver. We're able to give value now to technology. Like you can now have value NFTs. That's fucking weird, but great. Because now it's a new system. Are you gonna decentralized? Buy, are you gonna buy any uh properties in the metaverse? I heard that's a hot thing. Yeah, man. I'm actually looking right now into buying a I wanna create I wanna buy land so I can create a movie theater. <laughs> I want to create a good line, the good line cinema, red pill cinema. And that, so people can literally in the hyperverse go and sit down and watch my films in a movie theater. It's a real thing, right? You can buy property in the metaverse. Yeah. It's, isn't that weird? You, like whose property is it? And you can buy it. You can buy land that anyone can go meet up at, meet me at the red pill cinema in Los Angeles Yeah, or yeah. Los Angeles, whatever you want to call it. I see how fast they shut you down. I know, right? Because that's the whole point of the metaverse is to control everything. Yeah. And the whole point I know, of going to all have that much proximity to your eyes freaks me out. Like oh, yeah. what are they going to be testing? Or what are they going to be putting through to control your brain to do something else? Yeah. Just like how they used to do in the theaters where the popcorn would show for like a split second. And you're like, Oh, I need to get some popcorn. I don't know why I thought of it. <laughs> They used to it do works, that. Dude. Yeah. I know. We're headed toward a weird fucking world, man. This is weird. And it all just happened so quick. But we all knew. We all heard Alex Jones warn us and shit. Yeah. No, Alex, Alex was, he's right. He was right about Epstein. He was right about a lot of different things. I know. All right, brother. Tell me where they can find you. How can they help yeah. you? Uh, and all the good stuff of your social media. Nice. Find me at goodlion.tv. That's both a website and that's also my Instagram handle, goodlion.tv. That's the website and Instagram. Just find me there and we'll have fun from there. All right, brother. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, brother. That was fun. Thanks, brother. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. That was Nick from Good Lion. Check him out. Check out all his links in the bio. Check all his links in the bio uh, because they're going to be there for you. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. And also remember, guys, you can support Weber's Way at Weber'sWay.com. We have links on there where you can donate. You can donate in our uh, Give, Send, Go for equipment, for studio, and for our reporters out there. And uh, just thank you very much for supporting Weber's Way. You can get a membership on there as well. It's like uh, $2.99, $5.99, anything. It helps us out, keeps us growing to keep getting out the truth and keep getting interviews just like Nick telling his story. And I'm sure we're going to see him again telling us a different story with Purview. 
Thanks, guys, for watching. Lover's Way. Good.